And now, for the show reflecting on classic radio, Hollywood 360, with your host, Carl Amari. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr, and suits so fine they made Sinatra look like a hobo. This your place, Carl? Yeah, what do you think? Really? It's really awful. But I have a lot of things that are on order. You know, credit trouble. Pay more attention to your schoolwork and listen to the radio. You always listen to the radio. It's different. Our lives are ruined already. The Whistler. This tape will self-destruct in five seconds. Hello, everyone. I'm Carl Amari, and this is Hollywood 360, the radio show that presents all things entertainment, including trivia contests and games, Movie reviews, celebrity interviews, showbiz news, and classic radio shows. My co-host is the incomparable Lisa Wolf. In this hour, it's a comedy installment of the Phil Harris and Ellis Faye show from 1953. But first, it's Name That Tune. Lisa Wolf Cullen will play short clips from popular Pat Benatar songs. And a Hollywood 360 listener contestant and I... We'll try to name that tune. The contestant is John. Lisa, please say hello to John. Yes, we've got John on the phone right now from Darien, Illinois. Hi, John. Hi, John. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Carl. How are you? Great. Hey, great, John. All right, I said great already. All right, fantastic. Okay, perfect. We're Can't glad be the that same. we're glad that you're on the phone with us. Are you a Pat Benatar fan or just, you know, hanging with us tonight? Yeah, I think I know enough to, to get by with her. All right. So we'll, we'll see. All right, John, I'm counting on you, okay? Don't let me down here. <laughs> Don't let me down, 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 down. All right, so this I'm going to play a clip from a Pat Benatar song. As soon as you know the title, shout it out, and we'll go from there. The first song was released in 1983. Love is a Battlefield. Yes. Love is a Battlefield. Whoa. You got it. I, I have not looked at any Pat Benatar songs. Oh, no, I know. I would never Love give you any clues. Love is a Battlefield. Absolutely. Wow. That's from her album Live from Earth, 1983. Wow, Carl. Good job. It's a good song. Wow, Carl. You excited? <laughs> it's okay. Don't get too excited. Talking about myself in third person. <laughs> I noticed that. <laughs> All right, John. Here we go. I'm up one. It's okay. early, though. It's early. It's right. early. Here's the next song, 19, early. 1980. Hit me with your best shot. Hit me with your best shot. Carl, you got that. Oh, John. John, you had it. It was just like half John. a beat behind him. Uh, Released on her album, Crimes of Passion. Crimes of Passion. That became her biggest selling album. Oh, man. Probably because of this song. I'm sort of on tonight. Sort of. And I had no nap. I had no nap. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> <laughs> John, he's very excited. Come on, we've got to like, knock John, him down a those few are pegs. Like, those are like the only two Pat Benatar songs I know. So. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the big hits are out of the way. Yeah, so all right, like, all right. Now yeah. we have to do some thinking. All right, here's the next song, 1984. We Belong. Yes. All right, Jack. We Belong. That's from her album Tropico. That was her sixth. Tropico. Right. Hmm. Like Tropicana, but Tropico. Yeah, Tropico. <laughs> All right. John just cut my lead in half. So I'm All up right. two to one. Um, two my to bet one. is on John. Here's the next song, 1979. Heartbreaker. Yes. 
Whoa. Heartbreaker. Good job. This is Whoa. from her album In the Heat of the Night. Wow. Now it's a game, John. Uh-oh. There we go. I start out I start out good and I just fade away, you know? Really? <laughs> You're fading right in front of my eyes. I'm fading. All right. Let's do this. 19, well, this was composed for a 1980 film, but it was released in 1982 by Pat Benatar. Oh, uh, Shadows of the Night. Yes. Wow. Wow, I'm impressed. John just took the so lead. So it was for the film Times Square. Do you know that film, no. either of you? No. Do you know it, John? No. Um, uh, yeah, I can see it. But you know what the thing is? It was composed for the film Times Square, but the song didn't even make it into the movie. Uh, but then, of course, she released it in 1982 on her Shadows album Shadows of the Get Night. Nervous. Yeah, I remember this. I mean, you know all of these songs. It's yeah. just producing the title as quickly as John is tough. John's leading now. Yeah, three man. to two. This is the final song. Oh, man, I can tie. Go, John. Let's go. 1981. No idea. Is it called No uh, Idea? Just Fire Knife? No. Oh. Coming up here, though. I don't know. I can't. I have no idea. I, I wouldn't have known it had What's I not. What's it called? It's called Promises in the Dark. Oh, Promises in but the Dark. But guess what? Guess what? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. John is the winner. John is the Clean winner. Clean sweet. He, he. I tell you what, man, came way back. <laughs> I was up two, and John won three to two. Yes. Way to go, John. Way to go is right. Yeah. Oh, man. The fun match, Carl. Fun match. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what, you're tough. When I send, uh, I'm going to send you a Twilight Zone four CD set. I think you'll really like them. All right, buddy? Awesome, Carl. I appreciate it. You Thank got you, guys. It. Thanks you're a lot for welcome. calling in. Thank you for to calling. To you. All right. Be safe if you're driving. It's snowing out there in. Uh, Illinois, Illinois area. <laughs> it's snowing pretty bad. All right. Be well, John. Take care. When we come back, it's the Phil Harris and Alice Faye Show. Stick around. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. There's a spot for Cat's Pride, our main sponsor here across the country on Hollywood 360. They've been with us from day one, Dan Jaffe, CEO. Cat's Pride is the best litter on the market. Its lightweight litter is up to 40% lighter than traditional scoopable litters. And it comes scented. Or unscented, Lisa. Which do you prefer? Um, I'm going to go with the unscented. All right. You. And you know what? It has long-lasting odor control. Look for Cat's Pride's green jug. Join the Cat's Pride litter for a good program, too. Well, you see, that's the thing. One of the great things about Cat's Pride is that this company is so charitable and really has a passion and cares about saving the lives of shelter cats, which is why they developed their litter for good program and what cat's pride does is they donate a pound of litter to shelters across america to help more cats find their forever homes for every jug 
Yeah. And so that's why we feel so lucky to partner with such a generous and kind and passionate company. So what you can do is join um, the free Cats Pride Club. You can nominate a shelter to receive donated litter and you'll receive coupons and updates and cat tips. If you have a cat, this is what you should be doing. So all you need to do is go to their website, catspride.com. That's right, catspride.com. We love Cats Pride here on Hollywood 360, and we hope you do too. All right, we're going to listen to the Phil Harris and Alice Faye show. I think it's just really ironic that your mom, I didn't even know you, of course. Right. I mean, you weren't even born when your mom was named after well, Alice Faye. Well, that's for sure. <laughs> I, mean, you even, I wasn't born I, when my mom was born. How could I know you? How could I have even known you? But that's so crazy. Your mom was named after Alice Faye. Yes. And then here you are on named, this show. Her name is Alice Faye. That's right. Yeah. Here you are on this show introducing these great classic radio shows with me. Right. Who, who would have thunk, right? Who would have thunk it. And uh, we're going to listen to a Phil Harris and Alice Faye show right now, November 27, 1953. There's all kinds of traffic in L.A., and it's a funny episode. And you know, the, there's a controversy over the song, Baby, It's Cold Outside. There's a little sure bit of a, con- a controversy over it. Well, they actually sing this song on uh, this episode, Phil and Alice Well, the it. controversy didn't erupt till relatively yeah, recently. Exactly. All right, let's tune this in. Part one of the Phil Harris and Alice Faye Show. But soft, what light through yonder window breaks... Is the east, and Juliet is the sun. Oh, Harris, you ought to be pitching for the Yankees. You've got so much on the ball. RPA Victor, world leader in radio, first in recorded music, and first in television, presents the Phil Harris Alice Faye Show. Enjoyment here is the Phil Harris Alice Faye Show, transcribed, written by Ed James and Lou Derman, with Elliot Lewis, Walter Tetley, John Hubbard, Janine Roos, Anne Whitfield, Walter Sharpness Music, and yours truly, Bill Foreman. Tonight we bring you a bright little gem entitled The Traffic Problem in Los Angeles or Dante's Inferno. <laughs> the stars of the RCA Victor program, Alice Bay and Bill Harris. When the average husband refers to his better half, he means his wife, but not Bill Harris. To fill his better half is his left profile. (laughs) Or is it his right? Well, anyway, here he comes with both profiles shining and a full set of teeth to match. <laughs> Two loves have I, it's a perfect parlay. My wife's a doll, but I love RCA. <laughs> oh, hiya, honey. What are you looking at? Oh, Phil, the, pi- the prints of our new pictures just arrived. Oh, they did, huh? Well, let's mail them out. Let's not keep all that beauty to ourselves. Hey, they look pretty good, don't they? Let me see them. Gosh, you look wonderful, Alice. Just wonderful. Thank you, kind sir, she said. I don't know about me. Somehow, 
pictures don't do me justice. <laughs> Why, Phil? No, honey, I mean it. Now, look at this one. Look. He's got that boyish twinkle in my eyes, but... Well, he didn't capture my lovable, devil-may-care smile. You mean your wolfish leer? <laughs> no, I mean the magnetic charm that makes me irresistible to all females between 16 and 60. Is that their age or their IQ? <laughs> now, take it easy, will you, Brenda? <laughs> you married me, didn't you? Don't that show that I attract the brainy type? Duh. <laughs> What'd you say, bub? <laughs> hey, huh? hey, do that again, Alice, will you? <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of a dame I used to go with in Nashville. <laughs> oh, you're kidding. No, no, honey. No, I'm not. You should have seen her. Red hair, blue eyes, and skin like a ten-year-old. How old was she? Ten years old. <laughs> of course, I was only 11 at the time. In them days, I was known as Marshmallow Harris. Toast of the campfire girls. <laughs> them was the days. Say, Phil, yeah. speaking of girls, which you somehow always manage, what do you suppose happened to ours? They should have been home from school an hour ago. Maybe they got too smart and the teacher's keeping them in to give them some more stupid pills. <laughs> it happens, it happens. Phyllis told me she said she would have had straight A's last month if it wasn't for them stupid pills. Oh, I don't know. Those girls tell you anything and you believe honey, it. Honey, honey, wait a minute. Phyllis got a D in English, didn't she? And you know no daughter of mine ain't getting no D in English if they ain't giving her no stupid Phil. Phil, what's a coquette? A what? A coquette. It's a small coke. What? Just testing. Alice... I happen to know this English language like a native. So go ahead. Test me again. Ask me anything. All right. Uh, what's a silhouette? It's a small salute. <laughs> but I didn't know, huh? And a baguette? A baguette? Well, that'd be... That'd be... Uh... Oh, oh, a baguette's a small girl. <laughs> You know, honey, they didn't hand out none of them stupid pills when I went to school. Well, they handed out something. Hi, everybody. We're home. Well, it's about time you kids got here. Where you been? Girls, you know I worry every time you don't come straight home from school. But we did, Mom. You just can't get across Ventura Boulevard, that's all. Well, why don't you cross with the light? There isn't any light at White Oaks. And every time you try to cross, the cars begin chasing you. But we fool them. We keep running back and forth. Had a girl. <laughs> That's the way to do it. Don't give them a chance to aim. Just... <laughs> Don't they have a crosswalk at White Oak? It's all rubbed out. How about the safety zone? Honey, them things are pickup stations for the Blue Cross. <laughs> about the only way to get on the other side of Ventura Boulevard is to be born there. <laughs> 
done about it. Well, what happened to that petition that Willie got up for a light at White Oak? Didn't everybody sign it? Well, the city said the funds were all gone. Oh, fine, fine, funds. A big city like this, and they can't shell out for one puny light. I know somebody can fix it. Sniffy. Sniffy? (laughs) She thinks he's so wonderful. He's a district attorney, isn't he? Some district attorney. All right, wait a minute. Sniffy is the district attorney? How could a 15-year-old kid be a... Well, look, honey, it's boys week, and Sniffy's father appointed him honorary district attorney. Oh, well. If he's anything like his father, he'll be a big help. My boyfriend is the assistant fire chief Some boyfriend And he can get a light faster than any old district attorney, I bet you He can not All right, kids What good's an old district attorney? He isn't old and he's better than any old fire chief He is He certainly is Will you cut it, kids? He is too It is Will you stop that? Stop it Pardon me, is this the contented hour? Hello, Elliot, come on in What's up? I could hear you clear down the driveway. Uncle Elliot, isn't a district attorney better than a fire chief? Assistant fire chief. All right, girls, all That's right. That's even worse. It isn't either. Okay, that does it. Upstairs, the both of you. But, Dad... You heard your father. Upstairs. But, Mom... Not another word. Gee whiz. You and your district attorney think he's so wonderful. He's better than your old fire chief. He isn't either. He is too. He isn't. He is too. He isn't. He thing I had the bottle glued on that page. <laughs> what are they doing? Trying out for what's my line? <laughs> Elliot, uh, Alice and I have something we'd like to discuss. Go ahead. I won't say anything. I'll just listen. Failure. Wait a minute, honey. Wait a minute. Elliot. Hmm? You know, uh, sometimes a married couple... <laughs> Likes to be alone They do? How would you like it if you were married to Alice And I was around all the time? Let's try it that way for a while All right (laughs) We do have a problem There's no traffic light at White Oak And Alice and Phyllis have a terrible time getting across the street Why do they have to cross the street? To get on the other side (laughs) Oh, Curly Joe Miller would be proud of you. It ain't a joke. He thought it was. Elliot, the school's on the other side. Nah, that's ridiculous. Who ever heard of a chicken going to school? (laughs) What chicken? The one that crossed the street to get to the other side. Alice, can I see you out in the garage? What's going on out in the garage? Elliot, now look, honey, this is, this is a very serious problem. Oh, okay, let's all go out in the garage. It's got nothing to do with the garage. <laughs> Alice and Phyllis can't cross the street because there isn't any traffic light. Why don't they use the crosswalk? Because there isn't any crosswalk. Okay, let's paint one. Now look, Elliot, <laughs> listen to me. Don't... Phil, wait a minute. You don't have to say a word to me, honey. I promised you, and I'm not getting mixed up in any more of his crazy ideas. You but don't it's have... a good idea. I like Rocket it. Rocket ship to the moon, uranium and... You what? I think Elliot's idea is very good. Oh, honey, you better get some sleep. Lie down right over here. Now, take it easy. Just rest a minute. stop it, Phil. There's nothing wrong with me, and there's nothing wrong with Elliot's idea. But every other time Elliot's had an idea, you've... You've gotten into trouble, I know. 
But how can you possibly get into trouble painting a few white lines? She's right, Curly. I don't know. It doesn't I... take any brains. A three-year-old child can paint a white line. You see, Curly, it's right down our alley. <laughs> All we need is some paint and a couple of brushes. I got a feeling that something's going to happen. But let's go paint some lines. <laughs> And that's the first portion of the Phil Harris and Alice Faye show going back to a broadcast date, November 27th, 1953. A good episode. These were always really funny. I mean, you know, the writing on Phil Harris and Alice Faye, fantastic. And he was um, really kind of an unknown guy until he became the band leader on the Jack Benny program. Then, you know, he he was on the biggest show on radio and then. He spun off into his own program. So did Dennis Day. Those were the two shows that came out of the Jack Benny program. That's where I'm headed as well. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to spin out? I'm going to spin gonna, off. <laughs> she's going to do a spinoff uh, called Radio's Very Rarities. <laughs> I don't know what it is yet. With Lisa but, Wolf. But I'm planning. I'm in the planning stages. You got a nice. Uh, you got a nice message from a listener saying that he thinks you have the best laugh. Oh, well, that's nice. Yeah, wasn't that's that nice? nice. Well, yeah. because I think it's because it's genuine when I laugh. I'm not, I know. I don't just laugh to laugh. I mean, you're not usually that funny. So if I do laugh, I mean it. <laughs> we had a producer once that said, Lisa, will you stop smiling when you talk? That's what he told me. We, we can, because we, he said that that comes across in my speech and I need to stop smiling. And I was like, what are you talking about? That's what makes her... Well. I, Unique. I, that was right when I first started and I was That's what like, makes oh, her, here's me. You know, oh, okay. And then I just did whatever endearing. I do. I like that. Huh? Endearing. Yeah, it's endearing. I think it's endearing, you but know? that's, again, that's genuine me. When so. you talk and you're talking about something and you're having a good time, you can hear your smile in your voice. And that's bad And because... he was like, I don't like that. Yeah. Lisa. Well, he's a producer Well, he's also. no longer here. That's true. So. And I am. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. So hopefully I'm doing something right. Yes, you are. All right. Hey, another thing coming up very soon, the Hollywood 360 newsletter for February. That is coming up around the corner. If you haven't signed up for our free newsletter, go to our website, hollywood360radio.com. The very top of the website is uh, a way to sign up for the newsletter. All you do is put your email in there. And then the very first of every month, you will get the Hollywood 360 newsletter. Hope you'll do that. We'll get back to Phil Harris and Alice Faye in just a moment. If you enjoy classic radio shows like The Lone Ranger, Sam Spade, Burns and Allen, Have Gun, Will Travel, Gangbusters, and Sherlock Holmes, become a member of the Classic Radio Club. Each month, you'll receive 10 half-hour classic radio shows along with historical liner notes. The 10 shows will be on five CDs or via digital download, whichever you prefer. You'll also receive an email every week with a digital link to the full five-hour Hollywood 360 radio show and the 30-minute Radio Rarities podcast that Carl Amari and I co 
co-host. In total, you'll receive 34 classic radio shows per month. Become a Classic Radio Club member at ClassicRadioClub.com or call 815-900-7535 to speak to a live operator. Log on to ClassicRadioClub.com or call 815-900-7535. That's 815-900-7535. And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. This is Hollywood 360, as Adam West just said. We've been doing this show for 16 years, Lisa. Long time, man. And I look the same. I mean, I you know, I look the same as when we first started. Are you sure it's 16? I think it's 16. I think we started in 2009. Mike is prunier because he's in the bubble bath a lot. He's a little prunier. You look better, Lisa. Oh, thanks. I look the same. Mike's prunier, Mm -hmm. and you look better. Okay. How's that? I'll take it, but it's not true. (laughs) (laughs) How is that? Let's be real. (laughs) All right. You look better. Mm -hmm. Is my nose growing? Yes. Can you see that? It sure is. Oh, look at that. A little greasy, too. Look how greasy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. We're listening to the Phil Harris and Alice Faye show. And you're going to hear Phil and Alice sing Baby It's Cold Outside in this uh, portion of the show. Very funny episode, November 27th, 1953. Here is the conclusion. Boy, look at them cars. There must be a million of them. Look at them later, will you? we got to get these lines painted. Okay, Mr. Rembrandt. Where we start? Right at the corner. Now, you start on this side, and I'll go across the street, and we'll both work toward the middle. Got it? Got it. And Curly? Look out! That guy almost killed me. Did you see him snarl when he missed? Yeah. (laughs) Look, Elliot. Huh? I'll start over here, and you go across the street. Okay. And Curly? Look out! Curly, why don't we just paint lines on this side? (laughs) Elliot, why do you ask so many stupid questions? That's stupid? Sure it's stupid. We're supposed to paint a crosswalk all the way across. If we only put lines on one side of the street, it's no good. We'll have all this paint left over. Well, we could paint a couple of lines down the middle A straight one for men drivers And a zigzag one for lady drivers We're gonna paint a crosswalk Okay, let's start painting All right, now, move over there about ten feet And then we'll paint across together Right, you just give me the notice All right On your mark Get set Go Elliot. Yes, Curly? Let's talk this thing over. Okay. <laughs> if we can't get out into the road, we can't paint the lines, can we? That seems like a reasonable supposition. And every time we step off the curb, we get chased by a car. Right? Dead. Right. <laughs> That's what I'm afraid of. Now, there's only one sensible way to do this. One of us has to paint, and one of us has to act as a decoy. <laughs> A decoy? Yeah. What's a decoy? 
A decoy. Well, well, it's like, look, one of us stands in the middle of the road and the cars all aim at him. <laughs> so they don't notice the other guy who is quietly painting. You mean the guy that's out there ducking cars? That's a decoy. Yeah. One of us. You wouldn't have any ideas about which one of us. <laughs> Good luck, Elliot. So long, Curly. Just remember, I'm doing this for your wife and kids. Your wife and kids. much painting done, Curly? Well, if it ain't Crazy Legs, hurts. <laughs> Back in that old bakeroo, didn't Yeah, that? man, you were spinning in and out. How's the painting coming along? Are you kidding? I didn't even get the brush wet. <laughs> Fine. I'm getting chased all over the boulevard and you go to sleep on the job. Are you kidding? You weren't gone two seconds. In two seconds, how could I get ten years older? Oh, <laughs> now look. Let's try it again and try to stay out there a little longer. Oh, wait a minute. Huh? Wait, 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 Curly. Just hold it. Now it's a matter. I got a better idea. People get killed even in crosswalks, don't they? Sure. But it ain't considered cricket. <laughs> cricket schmicket. They get knocked for a loop. You know what we do? What? We dig a tunnel. Elliot. It's <laughs> a very practical idea. I don't know Look, about Curly. The... Do they have crosswalks over the Hudson River? No. Do but... they have tunnels under the Hudson River? Well, sure. Then but... why ain't it a good idea? I ain't said it wasn't. I ain't said it wasn't. I just don't think that Alice is going to like it, that's all. She liked the crosswalk, didn't she? And this is better, believe me. Well, I don't know. But... Elliot, where are you going? You stay right there, Curly. I got to borrow a pick and shovel. <laughs> How you doing, Elliot? Hey, I'm not kidding, Curly. This is tough work. I'm getting a blister. Ah, oh, what are you worried about? Another couple of hundred feet and you'll be all through. Go ahead, Roy. Keep digging. Let me hear it up here. Dig it out. All right. Hey, Curly? Yeah? There's another flock of wires down here. <laughs> what kind? Same as last time. Bell telephone. <laughs> Pull them out. All of them? Sure. What do we want with telephone wires? Now, if they was electric wires leading to an RCA Victor television set with a 27-inch screen, that'd be different. You mean RCA Victor television sets work good in tunnels? Good. They even work in a cave. Peter the Hermit's got one in every room. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> But these are telephone wires, so I chop them out. Right? Right. Okay. Chop, chop. Ha, <laughs> ha. boy, Elliot. You're doing fine. Well, and how are you this fine evening? Oh, oh, oh. Hello, officer. Beautiful night, isn't it? You and your friend lost something? Oh, no, no. We're just digging a hole. Hey, Curly. Here's the wire. Okay, toss it out. Yep. boy. Just some old telephone wires we chopped out, officer. I see. Hey, Curly, I got to rest for a minute. I. Oh, hello, officer. 
Would you mind telling me exactly what you're doing? Well, when we started, we were painting the crosswalk. Eight feet under the ground? No, no, no. No, you see, my friend here explained to me that they didn't have any crosswalks over the Hudson River, but they had lots of tunnels. So we decided to dig one. Oh, this is going to be a tunnel under the Hudson River, is that it? (laughs) Officer, they have tunnels like this all over the world. Like in Germany, under the Autobahn. And you're digging a spare. (laughs) You've got a great sense of humor, Andy. (laughs) No, no, officer, look. (laughs) This kid's sharp as a biscuit. No, look, uh, you you don't understand, officer. You see, I've got two little girls, and they have to cross the road. Like Joe Miller's chicken. But there's no light here. So we're digging a tunnel instead. You're digging a tunnel under Ventura Boulevard? You know a better way to get across? We could build a bridge, but a tunnel's so much more practical. Especially when it rains. Yeah. Well, you keep digging your tunnel, boy. I've got to make me call into the station. Yeah, all right. So long, officer. It was nice talking to you. Yeah, you come back any time. Hey, he was a nice guy, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah he's got a lot. Hello, Tim. This is Mike. Send the wagon. I've got a couple of doozies. <laughs> I'll only stay a few minutes. All right, Mrs. Harris. You'll find your husband in cell two. Uh, that's uh, the bridal suite. Thank you. The bridal suite? Yes, ma'am. That has twin straitjackets. <laughs> oh, Phil. You were supposed to paint two little lines. Honey, honey, it's all a mistake. We'll be out of here in no time. Wait till I tell my congressman. Just wait. What am I going to tell the girls? Their father's a jailbird. Now, don't worry, Alice. I'll be out the first thing in the morning. If they hadn't have taken away the pick and shovel, we could have been out of here tonight. (laughs) Honey, I brought your pajamas and your toothbrush. Oh, thanks, honey, but it's not that bad. This ain't a bad jail. It's nice and warm. Well, I'd better go, Phil. Can't you stay a few more minutes? But the girls... No sense going out in the cold when you could stay here in a nice, comfortable jail. Phil, I ought to go home. Honey, please. I simply can't stay Baby, it's cold outside I've got to go away Baby, it's cold outside This evening has been Been hoping that you drop so in So very warm I'll hold your hands there just My like mother me. will start to worry Beautiful, what's your and hurry? And father will be pacing the floor Listen to the fireplace So call. really, I'd better scurry Beautiful, please don't Well, maybe hurry. just a half a drink more Put some records on while I'm The neighbors may think Baby, it's Bad out there. Say, what's in no this drink? No caps to be had out there. I wish I knew your how eyes are like starlight to break now. the spell. I'll take your hat, your hair looks I swell. ought to say no, 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 Mind sir. if I'm moving At closer. least I'm going to say that I tried. What's the sense of hurting my pride? I really can't stay. Oh, baby, don't hold out. Oh, but it's, it's cold, cold outside. I simply must baby, go. The answer is but no. Baby, it's cold outside. The welcome has How been lucky that you dropped so in. nice and warm. Look out the window at my that storm. My sister will be suspicious. Your lips look my brother will be there at the door. Waves along the top of my maintenance mind is vicious. Gosh, your lips are delicious. Well, maybe just a cigarette more. Never such a blizzard before. I've got to get but home. But baby, you'll freeze out there. Say, lend me a It's call. up to your knees out there. Oh, you've really been grand. I thrill when but you don't touch you me. Hand. I'm 
can you do this thing There's to me? There's bound to be talk tomorrow. Think of my lifelong sorrow. At least sorrow. there will be plenty implied. If you get pneumonia I and really die, can't stay. get over it, baby. Oh, but, but it's cold. Court will rise. <laughs> hey, Curly. I'm getting worried. Oh, worried about what? We didn't do nothing. What's wrong with digging a tunnel? Quiet over there. Yes, Your Ma- uh, Your Honor. Yes, sir. Municipal Court of the Law Sanitary Judicial District, Division 32. The Honorable Robert Anderson presiding is now in session. Be seated. Ladies and gentlemen, as you know, this is Boys Week, and uh, so assisting me on the bench will be a representative elected to this office by the student body of the Encino High School. My colleague and associate, the Honorable Julius Abruzio. Proceed, Judge Abruzio. It's a pleasure, Your Honor. Bailiff? Yes, Your Honor? What's the first ducket on the docket? (laughs) People versus Phil Harris and Elliot Lewis. Charge destroying public property. I find them guilty and sentence them to life imprisonment. Wait a minute. Hey, wait a minute. Julius, it's us, your friends. Stop, down. Judge Abruzio, may I confer with you for one moment? Okay, Your Honor. My honor's going to confer with his honor. <laughs> yes, your honor? Uh, <clears throat> Judge Abruzio, before we sentence the defendants, don't you think it might be a good idea to hold the trial? But, Judge, I know these guys. We'd be letting them off light if we executed the bottom. <laughs> I object on the grounds that he's irrelevant, immaterial, and inconstitutional. <laughs> According to the 21st Amendment. The 21st Amendment. That repeals prohibition. (laughs) Yeah, wasn't that a beauty? (laughs) Quiet, or I'll have you put in solitary. Your Honor, can I clip these jokes for contempt of court? Well, by all means. Oh, Julius, you wouldn't do a thing like that, would you? You little fink. Twenty bucks for contempt of court. What? And twenty bucks for asking questions. Forty dollars, please. Pay the man, Curly. You and your tunnels. Here. (laughs) Judge Abruzio, shall we proceed? We have to. Well, Julius, the, the courts of this country are designed to protect the innocent as well as to punish the wrongdoer. In our democracy, every man is deemed innocent until proven guilty. Well, let's prove him guilty and get it over with. <laughs> Who's the first witness? The arresting officer, Your Honor. Hiya, Mike. Hello, Junior. Oh, we're in great shape. <laughs> twenty bucks for opening your yacht. I object. And twenty bucks for objecting. Forty dollars, please. 
with you? Oh, don't mention it. Don't mention it. Swear in the witness. You swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? I do. Proceed, Your Honor. Mike, what were these criminals doing when you found them? Digging a hole. I object. It was a tunnel. Now you did it. It opens by itself. Get you outside, you little creep. Elliot, will you stop it? Stop. That'll be fifty dollars more. We must have moved to a higher court. Seventy dollars, please. What are we doing? Buying the courthouse? Now what did I say? A hundred bucks for trying to bribe an officer. Proceed, Judge Abruzio. Mike, would you say that these murderers was under the influence? We didn't say nothing. <laughs> we didn't even move. Spoil sports. Judge Abruzio, are you implying that these men have been known to indulge? Indulge? They indulge till they bulge. <laughs> Mr. Harris. Yes, Your Highness. According to the complaint, you and this other gentleman. Gentlemen, now I object. Twenty dollars, please. That wasn't me. I didn't say nothing. That was Julius. Oh, stop quibbling, for goodness sake. <laughs> Mr. Harris? Yes, sir? I recognize the spirit which prompted your action. Recognize it? You can bottle it. <laughs> but we cannot have the people taking matters into their own hands. After all, what would we have if everyone decided to dig his own tunnel? Live pedestrians. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid the court can do nothing but find you both guilty as charged. But, Your Honor... Judge I... Abruzio will pass sentence. Have the trash get ready. <laughs> Mr. Harris? Yes, Your Honor. Mr. Lewis? You just wait, you little crumb. I sentenced you to 160 years of hard labor. Julius, Your Honor, all we did was dig a hole. Uh, Judge Abruzio, the penalty in a case of this type is generally a fine. You mean I can't have him executed? <laughs> not even one of them? <laughs> I'm afraid not. Gee whiz. According to my calculations, we need another $210. $210? For what? I find $210. Now, wait a minute. That's 500 bucks for digging one little hole? Uh, not exactly. It's 500 bucks to install one traffic light at Ventura and White Oaks. This is Phil again. Tonight, ladies and gentlemen and boys and girls, we've tried to have a little fun with the traffic problem, and we hope we gave you a few laughs. But we'd also like to remind you that the holiday season is coming up, and that means a lot of added traffic on foot and in cars. So let's all try to take it a little easy, especially around the schools. When we're driving, let's watch those traffic lights and crosswalks, because they'll be there, so look for them. Let's all be careful and have a real happy holiday this year. Good night, everyone. Say good night to the people, honey. Good night, everybody. That's my girl. Included in this program transcribed were Douglas Dumbrill, Dick Elliott, and Dick Ryan. The part of Julius was played by Walter Tetley. This has been an NBC Radio Network presentation. 
All right, there you have it. The Phil Harris and Alice Faye Show, November 27th, 1953. And uh, they did a great job with Baby It's Cold Outside. Right? Yeah, it goes along with your <laughs> acting skills. <laughs> uh, very funny episode. They were always funny. They uh, always did a great job. You know, it's weird. Elliot Lewis is on that as uh, Elliot. And uh, earlier in the series, you know, it started in like 1948, he was Frankie Remley. And then for some reason, I think I have my suspicions why, but for some reason, his character changed to Elliot. You know, which was his first name in real life, right, Elliot I Lewis. Got that. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I actually think there, because there was a guy named Frankie Remley who oh. was in the band. Oh. And um, maybe like he left the band or something like that. There was a, maybe a falling out and they decided not to use his name anymore, maybe for even legal reasons. I kind of have a feeling. I'm sure Carl Shadow would know. So if Carl's listening, maybe he'll tell us why. And if he does, if he texts me, I'll let you know. All right, time for this month in music history. And we're going back to the 1960s with this great tune. That is uh, Pinball Wizard. That's right. Written by Pete Townsend and performed by The Who. Yep. This was on their 1969 rock opera album. played Mean Pinball. Oh, straight. straight. He stands like a statue, becomes more than the machine. Feeling all the bumpers. Number 19 on the Billboard chart. Yep. And then uh, Elton John performed it in the movie. Yes, that's right. Show plays a mean pin. It's a great version as well. All right, thanks, Lisa. Sure. More of Hollywood 360 after this break. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. In our next hour, William Conrad stars as a U.S. Marshal Matt Dillon on Gunsmoke. But we'll start things out with Is It Real or Is It Ridiculous? The Music Edition. That's exactly right. We've got some duets, part two. And, um, you know... It's been tough for you in the past, so we'll see how it goes for you tonight. Heart, yeah. Yeah, do right. it. <laughs> All right, we'll see you soon. It's time to rethink, renew, and reimagine retirement. Hey, everybody, Jared Sebesta here, host of Retire Repurposed. Now, this podcast is about the non-financial parts of retirement, which many times can be even more challenging than the financial. We believe retirement is not the end, rather the beginning of what could be the most impactful, purposeful, and fulfilling season of a person's life. So don't retire. Become repurposed. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.